Today's Daf Masechah Saita is Daf Mem Vav 46. We're starting the Mishnah, the bottom of Mem Hamud Beis. We have four parts in today's Daf. Let's begin with the first. So the Mishnah tells us the bottom of Mem Hamud Beis, the procedure that the local Beisdin would do, and the Kohanim. Mishnah says that there were certain qualifications required when picking this Egla, this uh, calf for this procedure. And there were also specific qualifications of the valley, the area they would decapitate it. The Beisdin would decapitate it, means the local Beisdin, because the Sanhedrin would leave after measuring to the city. And then they would say certain statements, we'll discuss more in the Gemara. The Kohanim would then say that if we, uh, that do, Hashem bring an atonement for the Jewish people for this tragedy. And the Ruach HaKodesh, the way the Mishnah understands, would validate that because you're doing this, you will receive a, a kapara for this horrible incident. Moving on to the second per, part of the Gemara today, which is the comparison between Egla Arufa and Para Duma. So we're going to show contrast now between these two qualifications for the animals, uh, for these two things. The Gemara tells us that a blemish does not disqualify Egla Arufa because it says Ba by Para Duma, which teaches us that the blemish will only be an issue by Para Duma but not by Egla Arufa. However, the Ba that is said by Egla Arufa regarding um, work that it's done, Le'ubad Ba, does not exclude Paradum, or rather is used to exclude Kadshim, that their work wouldn't disqualify, but other work would in fact disqualify Egla Arufa. Now there's two ways we possibly know that. Either it's Gzer Shava, uh, all all. And if you learn that way, so then you'll have to say it's where you pull. The animal has to actually pull the para. The para has to pull something because it's learned from Egla Rufa. And by Egla Rufa it says, Asher mashcha ba'ol. So you have to pull. According to Yudam Arav, however, it's not from uh, the Gezer Shava, rather it's from extra psukim that are marbe by paraduma itself, that sharmalach, sharavoidus, other forms of work would also disqualify it, and then it wouldn't actually have to be if it pulled, even if it didn't pull, as he says, even if you put on in a bag of, um, a bundle of bags, it would disqualify the animal. Egla is disqualified if it pulled uh, tefach, the Gemara tells us, um, which is the width of the yoke, and the reason it has to emphasize that is for Mekah Moving on to the next point, which is the symbolism and final halachas of this procedure. So, the Gemara tells us that they would use a young calf, which was within its first year, hadn't had children, as well as a barren valley that won't produce, uh, to imply that this person was cut down in his uh, youth or when he was young without being able to do mitzvahs. That's the point, even if he got old, but it cut him down without being able to produce peros mitzvahs in this case. They would cut it, uh, kill it from the back, which is derived from a gezer shav from chatasa of. Now all agree you can't plant in that area in the future. There is a machlekes if it also needs to be an area that wasn't planted in the past, but everybody agrees that although you can't work with the soil, work that's not associated with the soil will be permitted in that area, and the Gemara's examples are combing flax and uh, cutting or piercing gems. And then the chachamim would wash their hands on the spot of decapitation. Let's move on to the next point, the fourth point of the day, which is that the Gemara tells us the importance of levoya. The Beisdin would say, we didn't know that this guy was leaving, but if we would have, we would have sent company with him. And the Gemara derives from this that actually Beisdin could force people to be involved in accompanying travelers. We learn also from the story of the Kanani in the beginning of um, the beginning of Shoftim, 
talks about how the Jews were trying to conquer the city, and a certain Ganani didn't even walk and show them. He just merely showed them either with his mouth or with his finger, and he merited tremendous things. We learn the importance of actually accompanying and the reward, the accompanying and the reward that would come along with it. Gemara says if somebody is not accompanied, he should learn Torah, and that will be a protection for him. Paro walked four steps for Avram. He actually sent messengers after the incident where he took Sarah, and because of that, the children of Avram, the kids, were enslaved for 400 years under power. We know it wasn't actually 400 years, but it was like 400 years. Uh, accompanying a person prevents them from being damaged, and the Gemara brings stories where it illustrates that. And the Gemara tells us there's different halachic requirements, how much you have to accompany another person, depending on the relationship. So a Rebbe accompanies a Talmud a certain amount, friend to a friend, and then a Talmud for a Rebbe, and certainly a Rebbe Muvak is even more significant. And the Gemara finishes off with the story of Elisha, where because he wasn't accompanied and he didn't allow himself to be accompanied, the youths who mocked him when he had sweetened the waters of Yericho were killed. The Gemara gives a different explanation. It says he saw them and he cursed them. What it is exactly that he saw that was negative that caused him to curse them. Now we're actually stopping in the middle of the story. It's the bottom of Memvavamud Beis. We'll continue talking tomorrow about the bears that he had created that... Um, that affected those kids. We're going to learn about that tomorrow, though. Everybody have a wonderful day.